case, but it's all set up in rock. You don't have to worry about me like banging on the table and hacking the cable. I did. Yeah, I yeah. just did it. Yep. Okay. Cool. I'm gonna. I'll crank you. Thank you. It was hot the last time. <laughs> you ready? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Freedom Wire, your number one source for patriotic truth. Whole crew back together again today, and we're going to be talking about the hundred or so never-Trumpers who are threatening to leave the party, to which we say good riddance, but we'll get into that in a moment. Um, but before we get into this whole thing, this whole split of the GOP, do us a favor, like this video. Show YouTube that you do support us. Like it, share it. Also, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the channel and hit the notifications bell. That way you'll know every time a new episode is up. Also, if you're not a member of Freedom Wire, real easy to become one. It costs you absolutely nothing. It is free. All you gotta do is give us your email. There's a link on the bottom of the screen. Click it, give us your email. We'll start sending stories that are important to conservatives like you and like us, and you probably won't read anywhere else. Now, let's get into these never-Trumpers threatening the split, which we talked about, I think we talked about uh, before before we knew Biden won the election. Yeah, I, I was going to bring that up, actually. Um, just like maybe, what was it? Just like three months ago or so, we I were. It was before yeah, we, we, won. Well, we we were talking about a couple. We were talking about this, the the uh, the Patriot Party that was being floated around. Uh, that was maybe two months ago, and now this is the exact opposite yeah, of the Patriot had, Party, which is now now not all the Patriots are leaving the Republican Party. All the people who hate Trump want to leave. But even before the election, we were so, talking so about. So by default, that it makes well. the the GOP the the Patriot Party. I mean, they they, they win one way or the other. They they get what they want. But yeah, well, on policy, they should it should be the party of Trump. I'm not for the per, I'm not talking about the personality worshiping of Trump, but I'm like he was a conservative president, and that's you know, regardless of what you think of him personally, his platform should be the platform of the party. I don't know why this is controversial, but apparently in some quarters it is. And no matter what you think about Trump, if you're trying to be an elected official in the Republican Party right now, either get with the program or you get out because this is what people want. Well, this, we are, it is a, it has become a black and white uh, government. There is no, there is no bipartisanship anymore. You are either left or right. And it's weird that this, this split wants, these people want to split because if they say they don't want to leave the republic, they say they don't want to join the Democrats, but they don't want to be a part of the, the Trump-esque GOP, but here's the thing. Like you know, a lot of people think that that people. Uh, what did you just say? Like they with Trump, they they worship Trump or whatever. I'm not like from a person. Yeah, I, I don't think. And here's the thing. I don't think people do. What I think. What I really believe. I mean, maybe there's some. Obviously, there's some that. Well, I just want to hear your explanation. Yeah, but you well, know what point, it is. Counterpoint it, going it on. is the bottom line is is the left hates him so much that we are forced. To defend him and, and, and things that we shouldn't have to defend him with, things that 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 are benign and ridiculous, the left would attack, and we would have to be like, "What? What are you talking about?" Like, just for example, when I said 
uh, this one of my Facebook acquaintances talked about, you know, the uh, it's nice having a president who denounces or condemns white supremacy. I sent her the video of Trump doing it 38 times. She calls me a Trumper for doing that. And I'm, no, this isn't me showing you that I love Trump. This is me showing you that you don't know what you're talking about. Well, I mean, think about how often we found ourselves in a place where we had to try to defend Kofefi. You know, Trump tweets out, despite the constant negative press, Kofefi accidentally sends tweet, autocorrect, screws him up. And now all of a sudden we're out here trying to explain why Kofefi is not a racist dog whistle, why, you know, it's not signs that he's mentally unfit and unstable and everything. It's just a guy who accidentally posted a tweet with a spelling error, but they made us defend that. It's it's a very similar well, I, thing. I, I mean, I guess I'm... I guess, I know, because like you said, everything's a binary choice. Either you support the president or you don't. I don't believe that. It, you, you can, I was a supporter, of, I'm just speaking from personal experience, I'm a big supporter of my voter from twice, but I don't feel like I have to defend everything the man does. That's not mm-hmm. my job. My job, I don't have that job. That's not my job. He hires people to do that for him. That's their job. Yeah, but re- regardless of, you know, where people stand on, you know, how, how much support they have for Trump, it's it's basically become clear if you are against Trump, you're not really representative of where the Republican Party is anymore, as we just saw today and yesterday with Liz Cheney. Something that, you know, once again, shouldn't be a story, shouldn't be something we have to spend time on a podcast talking about because it's but here we are. it's very minor. It's very minor stuff. She's not super powerful in the GOP. She just led a few committees and stuff, and they, they ousted her because the House she, conference. she yeah, position. Yeah. they ousted her because she attacked Trump. And, you know, everybody hated her because she got that fist bump from Biden after his State of the Union the other day. But it's not that big a deal. But she was very clearly not on board with Trump. So but Trump she wasn't representative of her people anymore. The bottom line is nobody should be talking about Trump. He's not mm-hmm. the president. Yeah. He's not the president. He's Right now, he's not even in politics. Though. He's a kingmaker, though. So we have to talk about mm-hmm. Trump. And, yeah. for example, at least Stefanik, Stefanik, yeah. I don't know how to say it. She's running against, or she's running for Liz Cheney's old conference chair. So she's only probably going to get that because Trump endorsed her. So it's really important still to talk about Trump and what Trump says he does. No, no, no. I, that's not what I'm saying. But for Liz Cheney to come out and speak against Trump, mm-hmm. it makes no sense. Yeah. It does not make any sense. It's like, it's like. Especially the way she did it. So vitriolic. Well, you know, look where she comes from. Look, look, look at her well, family. Yeah. You know, the, the dad who shoots. Don't go hunting yeah, with the Chinese. Dad who shoots people in the head. Yes, I mean, when you really think about where she is, nothing more than the the offspring of the ultimate swamp dwellers. So you know, it, it's like I don't put any stock into what Liz Cheney says or does. But at the same time, the these people cannot let go of Trump. They can't. She's still upset that he won. Yes, she's she is just. There is something these people. Trump derangement syndrome yeah. is true. Well, so with the, the Trump, with the Cheney Trump aspect, I mean, a lot of what Trump ran on oddly was obviously against Obama's policies, but it was, a lot of it was against the Bush Cheney era. And I think there's you can see that in some of the well, you can see that in George W. Bush the way he talks about Trump now. He comes out and he has a, he doesn't come out and defend conservatism anymore. He just goes out and just sucks up to the left. Now, apparently, which is weird because there was Bush derangement syndrome before there was Trump derangement syndrome, but that's a whole other thing. And so Liz Cheney was, you know, caught up in that, you know, her dad was part of the vice president. So a lot of what Trump did was one against the Bush 
Bush administration and the Obama administration, and for good reason, as far as I'm concerned. Well, Bush was the old guard of the Republicans. Remember, like, he was the be-all, end-all of what Republicans were supposed to be, and then Obama was supposed to usher in, you know, a thousand years of perfect liberal utopia, and then all of that fell apart, and we got... Trump was a direct response to Obama and Bush, because he had pissed-off Republicans who were tired of... Uh, George W., Mitch McConnell, guys like that. And then you also had people who were pissed off that, you know, Obama had set us back so far in so many different ways. He, he, Trump was a direct referendum on the two of them. And now you're kind of seeing all these establishment Republicans who, you know, belong to that group, who have been around that group for a long time. They get easy points by dunking on Trump. They get out of the hot seat by embracing the leftist agenda about him. But I don't think they I don't think they gain they're gaining the wrong points by dunking on Trump. Mm-hmm. I mean they're losing support from their own from their own well, party. We see the happy with Nikki yeah. happy with Nikki yeah. Haley. She had a lot of you know good support going in the party and then she just dunks on him. Now she's trying to make up for it but mm-hmm. too little too late. I, I, it's just it's, you know, it's always pick your battles, I think is kinda of what you're getting at. And they're just like she's just like you know Tommy gun just everything at you know spraying at <laughs> Donald Trump and it's like why it isn't well, I think she's showing her allegiance to the old guard like Connor mentioned and because they're still having parties over there like Paul Ryan Mitt Romney Condoleezza Rice the Bush types so there's still like this other group of Republicans that still hold all the power there that's why it's such a fight to get the America First candidates in so they haven't lost their grip yet so she I see it as, a, as a, an obvious war in the GOP. And Liz Cheney is trying to hang on. Well, it's also a great way to get back into the good graces of the people who are currently in control of everything. Because Democrats basically have all of culture already. That's been established for a long time. But now they have, you know, both houses of Congress and the executive branch. So they they very clearly have the scales kind of tipped in their favor right now. So if Republicans want to get anything done... And, you know, claim to be bipartisan and not stand for men who incited insurrection and all these things, then they have to try to distance themselves from it. So they're scoring points with people across the aisle, but losing the support of the people who got them into office in the first place, which is why, you know, people like Liz Cheney are starting to lose positions that they have because their their people are really not happy with it because it doesn't represent them. But you're, most importantly, though, I mean, that's just why this story bugs me, because it's inside Beltway crap that most Americans don't care about. 75 million people for, voted for Donald Trump. The 75 million people did not vote for Liz Cheney. They wouldn't vote for George W. Bush anymore. Like, these people are out of the mainstream of, re, of Republican voters. And that, to me, is the only thing that matters, because those are the people that put them in, the, you know, elect them. You know, this is just inside D.C. politics that, I, you know, swamp politics that the media is clearly driving up because they, let's be honest, they want to distract from what Joe Biden's, but the disasters that's going on in the world just the last week caused, and a lot of it has to do with Joe Biden. So this is a good story for them to to use as a kind of like, oh, don't pay attention to this, the world's falling apart here with the Biden administration. Let's talk about Liz Cheney, the number three Republican in the House of GOP caucus. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, in, in the last week, I, I saw the statistic, uh, CNN spent three times or gave three times more coverage to Liz Cheney than they did to economic crisis and economic <laughs> reports. 
See, people but, are more concerned yeah. about their pocket yeah, because Liz Cheney. Because Democrats shouldn't care about Liz Cheney either. According to them, she stands for everything they hate. If if you're no, 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 no. if you if you're a Republican and you stand against anything Trump related, you're here. They'll accept it for the moment. moment. For the moment. They will throw you yeah, under the bus. The next that second. was the point I was trying to make because yeah. all these people who want to get back to the way things were before Trump became the face of the Republican Party, they're trying to score points with all their coworkers across the aisle so that you know when the Trump era finally dies down and we get back to business as usual. They can, you know, get back to their their wheeling and dealing, and it, they're not going to have people standing in their way like they are. But they're not understanding that as soon as Trump is out of the way, as soon as you know everyone who endorsed his agenda is gone, they're going to become the bad guys again. But and it will go back to, oh, if you're a Republican, it's just because that's the party of rich old white racists. But the problem and is, Trump, they can't escape it. Trump's not going away. Yeah, these, these they, they people, think these, that he will go away but if they try. But they're wrong. This dude is not going mm-hmm. anywhere. He just announced he's going to have his first rally, <laughs> which is rad. It's a, it's a fascinating... There's never been anything like it because most presidents go quietly into the night and they don't comment. But Trump is like, I'm, I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. Let's ready to well, but First of all, what is he rallying for? Like This, this is a, a rally being held before... Any sort of campaign announcement. No, I'm. No, no, yeah, Yeah. but it's like, oh, it is a Trump rally. Like he's, you know, making big appearances and everything. He's he's building hype for something. Is what we're we're getting to. Yeah, he's definitely wants to get people into his uh, candidacy sports into the primaries next year. Before Mm -hmm. we get to general election, he wants to have the right Republicans win their primaries. Yeah, they start start early next year. It's It's not that far away. Yeah, and then here more more here's even more. Is you know this is going to get the they're going to be talking about this all over CNN, MSNBC, the New York Times, all these leftist mm-hmm. uh, media companies are going to be talking about this rally because they need him. They need they're, him they're, so badly. Was the uh, their ratings are dropping, plummeting like a rock? It's not just news networks. CNN it's it's that, it's yeah. anybody who made their business out of just making fun of Trump, like. Look at SNL now. SNL hasn't been funny in years, but they no longer have Trump-related content to do. They don't have a job for Alec Baldwin anymore. So all of a sudden, like nobody watches the thing anymore. They they, they recently saw a bump when they got Elon Musk to host, but that was terrible, and everybody hated it just as much as they hate the rest of the but show. Connor, there's nothing funny about Joe Biden. Yeah, of course, nothing at all. The, the, nothing. The, the, yeah. No. No, no, nothing at all. He's just a walking yeah. corpse. And it's, it's not like, you know, Woody Harrelson or Jason Sudeikis just did an amazing Joe Biden impression during the, the DNC Dana, primaries. I think it's Dana Carvey. Yeah, they, 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 were, they were all pretty great. But, of course, you can never have a recurring character that parodies a Democrat president, which is why there was no go-to Obama stand-in for, for them. He wrote the jokes. Exactly. Like, <laughs> he the, yeah, pretty much. He, he just got to tell them what to say, and they, they repeated it could you imagine with a laugh track. Could you imagine what SNL would... The, the amount of material that's there for SNL for a Joe Biden weekly sketch? Mm-hmm. Biden's blunders, I do that, we do that yeah. here. There's, we literally do that here. <laughs> yeah. if, if we they were, were not even comedic writers. If, if we had a comedy show... Yeah. This guy does something every, like, every week. 
that you could parody on Saturday Night Live. Whenever they let him out of the White House basement, he gets material. He was, he's not supposed to take questions. I'm not supposed to take your questions. <laughs> or, or I'm going to get in trouble, but I, I can't resist your questions. Like, ooh, I, I, can't, I can't resist the media questions. Like, it seems like he's resisting. He's like a kid who's told not to do something, but that yeah. makes him want to do it more. Which kind of makes you wonder who the heck is telling the president what he can and can't do when he's ask, answering questions. But Probably his entire staff. Yeah, <laughs> most likely. But even you know beyond... Things like SNL, you get like basically every late night talk show host: Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, Conan O'Brien. Uh, Ryan was just going off on Trevor Noah earlier. They're, they are they are out of, they are out of material. They are desperate for either Trump to come back or some Trump esque figure to appear, which is why they all tried to you know find the new Trump. Remember, there were all these reports, oh, Tucker Carlson is actually the new Trump. No, wait, it's Ron DeSantis. No, it's Marjorie Taylor Greene. You know, all, all these people, they, they just need to find somebody to be Trump. Every Nobody day, can be Trump. Every day I see reports just reaching to talk about Trump for no reason at all. One of them was on the Hill today, and it was saying Trump uh, launches new platform, but it's nothing more than an email server or something like that. So Trump and launched it, an email server. The, the Palm Beach County thing. Yeah, it, it's mm -hmm. ridiculous. They're just reaching for anything. There's never been a phenomenon like him. Uh, <laughs> You can think that's good or bad. I think it's good for the most part, but but there's but because we're it's, he's running, he's doing rallies like like you said, he's like running a shadow, almost a shadow. I don't want to say shadow presidency, but a shadow political movement. It's, it's, it's like the, the presidency in exile down yeah, in Mar-a-Lago. That, that's that's a, yeah. that's a very well, good descriptor. Because like in the UK, they call it the shadow cabinet, which is just like the other party's like version mm -hmm. of like the whoever the you know like the, the you know the health secretary or whatever the foreign secretary. Like I feel like Trump is. I hope he starts doing more of it. Actually, he's actually been a little bit more restrained. I thought. I, I hope he's doing those rallies. I want him to be like the shadow president. And well, what I and like this is Biden sucks. This is what I would do if I was president. Remember when I was awesome? Like just like this. I hope he keeps doing it. I hope he's like does it for the next couple of years. I wish that he had his platform back on you know a social media platform, but because I think we would be hearing a lot more stuff and there would be a lot more attention. Brought to that's why the rallies are smart, right? But brought to the Biden because they have to cover it. But what's yeah. funny is, is every time he puts out one of those statements, guess what trends? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so like he still has his platform. He just doesn't have direct access to the platform. which. That's all the office of the former president is. It's his Twitter account with a fancy letterhead. Like you, you read those things, and we post they're, they're, we, we post pretty much all of them, mm -hmm. and in article form, Grace usually covers that for us, which is why you should subscribe to FreedomWire. Make sure you never miss it. But when you write those, it's like th these aren't you know the most eloquent statements we've ever heard. It's just him writing his thoughts on current events and publishing them. They're tweets. And I write yeah. them, and I intentionally don't break them up mm -hmm. and put all the mumbo jumbo in it because I want people to be able to see what he's saying. Yeah, exactly. It, it's just his thoughts. And, you know, of course, all the social media companies are like, no, our fact checkers were right and our, our oversight committees did the right thing in making sure that he was banned. And we're going to uphold that for another year and then see where things go. Honestly, I, what I think is they might let him back on if and when he announces he's running again, just so they can have easier access to the stuff he's saying. And then he's going to say no. And then we're going to get a, get a repeat of 2016, which is where... Trump doesn't need to spend anything on advertising because he just gets advertised for free on every opposition network out there. You see, DeSantis just got $14 million in donations in one month. Yeah. If I had $14 million, I would, I would match that. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, and ask him not to run for the presidency. Here's four, Here's another 14 mm-hmm. oh, in the no, state oh, of no. Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because that's the joke. Because we want him to stay as governor of yeah. Florida. So we're going to discourage him not to run for president. Just so he can stay as governor. Yeah. It's like, we don't have to pay state income tax here. At the very least, we could... Uh, Take a little bit of that extra cash and, and kick, it, kick, it, kick it Ronnie D's way. But I'll just bring him. it back to the never Trumpers. Like, what's going on with the Biden administration? And just the last week alone, with the, all the things that have been going on, it's just more reason why there should be no never Trumpers because none of this these problems are happening under the Trump administration, regardless of what you think it is. Oh, his tweets were so mean. But he, he did a great job. He kept all this 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 dam from you know exploding, and we're now we're looking at what's going on. Um, for the record, the the. The Facebook fact checkers are back. So I saw hi, hi <laughs> Facebook fact checkers. Know what this one was? A photo of four months ago, gas four or six months ago, and a photo and and yeah, and, it's and, like one twenty nine versus six ninety nine. Yes, yeah. and it says the fact book the the Facebook fact checkers are back. Lacks context. That's not a fact check. That's just saying. Like you haven't done a ton of research around the rest of the photo, but does it matter? Does it change? It does it change the meaning of the photo? It's true. Yeah. I mean, it does. One hundred percent. I mean, like Ryan's uh, Ryan's Biden blunder story for us. I believe it was last week. So what, many, I forget. Yeah, was on when Biden very clearly said, "If you make less than four hundred thousand dollars a year, you won't pay a dime in income tax." But there's nothing funny about Joe Biden, guys. Yeah, there's he nothing funny about that. I mean, taxes. yeah, like hats off, hats off to Biden for saying that, like. Suddenly, nobody has to pay taxes. Like, great, he's the best president of all time. I should have voted for him. <laughs> and of course, you know, I, as you know, we were looking into that to like research it and write stuff and get it uploaded on the site. All the fact checkers were like, now obviously he was meaning to say you won't pay an extra, like any more, like well, another additional dime. But it's like but but the, the, the context. False. The context mm-hmm. doesn't change what he said. So you know, all, all these pictures and everything. It's like, did gas cost one twenty nine? At one point, yes, it did. And how much does it cost now? It's it's like two eighty five, pretty much everywhere well, I look. Maybe Biden had come in and like cut the Keystone pipeline. Didn't say you can't drill for gas anymore. Like we wouldn't think that was Joe Biden's fault, but you know, the when gas it, is steadily going yeah. up since and he ended the pipeline and ended fracking on federal land. And as we have seen and all you can over, see it happen. Yeah, as we've seen all over now, thanks to this uh, cyber attack on the Colonial Pipeline the other day. Gas lines are back. Gas stations are sold out because people are in a panic, and Biden hasn't said a single thing They'll about own it. it. The Democrats own this, by the yeah. way. This, their yeah, energy part. Their mm-hmm. energy policies own it. I mean, Grace used to live in California. A lot of those the issues over there, they're, they're ridiculous mandates that they have for you know green energy. If the wind ain't blowing, it ain't sun to shine. It ain't gonna work. Mm-hmm. So that that just on that. The, that I like alone. to argue that though because there's always blackouts. It gets really hot. It gets windy. I mean, power goes down. It happens. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily because. It might not be all of it, but there's definitely got. Not really be. here. Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, well here for hurricanes, yeah. it does. Well, yeah, if they're not natural disasters, but sometimes it just goes down in California. Yeah, but we, we, no we just way. got rolling blackouts uh, scheduled. And other times, time, no, they all there's also they they have mandatory. Like blackouts, just the ro- the rolling blackouts in in areas. Yeah, but that dude, there's no way to store that energy. There's just mm-hmm. not. They still don't have the technology, so it's, it's such a boondoggle right now. If they had that that technology, then maybe we, we could be talking differently. But it's just that's the case. 
But this is the Democrats on their like again, nuclear should be something they they favor. But that, I, I didn't mean to go off too off the rails on energy discussions. But yeah. the point is that this is what happens when the Republicans, if they split and they lose track of what, who the real target is, and the real target should be the radical left and should be Marxism. Mm-hmm. It should be Marxism. It should Marxism. be Donald because it's not even leftism necessarily that's it's, the massive threat. It's no. Marxism collectivism, which is. Even broader than Marxism, because it go, it goes far beyond that. But the left is just the vehicle that's being used in the United States to introduce that. But back Already to the, told us it would yeah. be coming to the skies of liberalism. Yeah, and back yeah. to the to the split thing. When you think about you know all these people who are leaving, you look at some of the names that have been brought wait, up. Wait, wait, wait! They're not leaving. They're mm-hmm. threatening to leave. Okay. Yes, they are. Let's, 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 I mean, if you don't change things, think about we're how leaving. Threaten to leave. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm sure Donald Trump is quaking in his boots at the prospect of Tom Ridge, who hasn't been relevant since the Bush, W. Bush administration, oh, yeah, starting is. his own party. See, there right. we go. I'm sure Trump it's, is very concerned. It, it, is, it is a lot of names that average people have never even heard of. He's you have to be Homeland Security Secretary. Yeah. You got to be like well versed in politics to under to like know any yeah, of these I was names. So I was looking for one name on that list, and I was like, "Ooh, that's gonna hurt." No, and I didn't find one. <laughs> no. You know, it wasn't one that I was like, oh, no, not you. I, I wrote like, an article about it, but just because just I thought it was so hilarious that these people thought they, they, they were that important that J- Donald Trump would be like, oh, no, Tom Ridge, oh, no. Yeah, Donald Trump didn't bat an eye when, like, actually important people came out against him. Like, he had, like, people whose names should have been somewhat respected who were not big fans of his. Uh, then all of a sudden, all these no-name people are like, "Oh, we're gonna leave if you don't change things." All right, fine, go well, ahead. Where are they gonna go? Yeah, who made them? But the, the, yeah, that, that was the that was I the like point. That I was name they're kicking around. OGP. OGP. Old Grand Party. Mm. Really? The, the, no. We, 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 the, we the OGs, the OG party. <laughs> the OG I want. I'm like you know. I'd, I'd love to hear what 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 they're thinking. No, nah, because I guarantee you, nobody's even gotten that far. Because this this is a well, just they're a, writing a letter. No, this I is mean, just a big threat. Everybody writes letters now. It's all it's all about open letters, which is just negotiations. Yeah, which is just like a, a way of you know well, airing out your grievances in a somewhat acceptable way in public. But if you look at where a lot of them stand, it's still pretty generally agreed upon Republican stuff. They just hate Trump, so it makes you wonder like what what is their other reason for leaving? Because you know. Most of them are still reasonably pro-life and a lot of other general conservative stances that every Republican is more or less on board with. And, you know, they're across the spectrum mostly there. But it's, it's like, wh- what other reason besides Trump do you have for leaving? Because if they don't have a non-Trumpian reason for leaving, then they're just petty and obnoxious. And like all people who issue ultimatums, just tell them, go ahead. Let let, let me tell you what the problem is here. I could understand this move if Trump was still in power. Mm -hmm. It would make sense if... Like, literally still in the White House. Like, if Trump was still in the White House and they made this move, it would actually make sense. We don't agree with him. We don't... Let's make... We're going to make a move. That would make more sense than making a move... Out of a party where the man that you don't like isn't even in any kind of uh, what is official it? elected official. position. But there's a power vacuum right now, and I think they think that if they can get enough people, that they can split the party and gain power. 
There's no bad. It's not going to happen. If there's enough anti-Trump Republicans who are conservative, which there are a lot of them, especially older people, um, if there's enough of them, then they could they could get some power. I don't think there's enough. I think they try enough. to fill the void. It might be a bad attempt. But yeah. I think that's no, uh, you, because that's that's right. what the bottom line they're is. Not be successful, yeah. The I'm not saying they're going to. Yeah. I mean, the bottom line's always about power and profit for everybody, regardless of which side you're on. If you're a politician, you're always thinking about the best way to get yourself ahead. Mm -hmm. Even if your motivation is, I need to get ahead so I can represent my people, pursue this interest, whatever, it's all about getting ahead. Mm -hmm. And if they think the best way to do that is to be just hardline anti-Trump, we're going to we're gonna threaten to start our own party if, if they don't, you know, drive him out. Okay, great. Like, uh, Sean did a video on this exact subject yesterday, and basically his sentiment on there, which kind of the one we all agree with, like, okay, go. Go? Like, if you leave, all it does is get the, the worst parts of the Republican Party out. And honestly, if they went, I'm sure they'd be back before too much time had passed. Third parties typically don't do I would particularly rather, well. I would rather have a unified party... Than, than people actively working to destroy the direction that we want, to, want our country to go, which is protect freedoms. It's really easy. It's really easy to be a conservative. You just want your freedoms, and you actually, we want more. <laughs> protect and gain us, your, your constituents, more freedom. That's all we want. That's the thing with the Republican Party over time is the establishment part of the, the Republican parties. They don't think that way, though. They, they might think that before they go to Washington, but they get there and they, they like that power. That goes to their head. Then they'll, they'll go to their voters and say, oh, yeah, we're looking out. And then they just go back and they're a dude again. you kind of seen this a lot during the Reagan. I, saw, I heard what I said. And the Reagan administration, after Reagan left, and it was George H.W. Uh, Bush, then the, the establishment was back in charge. And now we're seeing it. Again, they're trying to fight back. But this time, I, I actually am a little bit more encouraged that the that the, that least see the old Republican Party in the past would have kept her on, if you know what I mean. Like they would not have have ousted her because they would have been like, okay, we're back to business as normal. We got the but they they re, they see that the policy and that Trump Trump's policies worked and that they're he's still very popular. So to me, that's good because they that's something they didn't do after Reagan left office. And you know how we know Trump's policies worked? Because Biden's <laughs> taking them over and doing them again. Yeah. Look at what's going on at the he border. Gave, he left him such good situations. But remember, guys, oh, Operation Warp Speed happened entirely under Joe Biden, right? Like, absolutely, for sure. Shots and arms happened under Joe Biden. Yeah. You know, Bi Biden didn't have the vaccine when he came into office. Have, and, you know, had, had, been, had been fully vaccinated twice before his inauguration. Yeah, he did nothing. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah. That, that, that distribution channel was already set up. Before he came into office. But there's a reason we bring that up, because the perfect counterpoint to those never-Trumpers is Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like this, it, is, it, this is what you get when you don't have a Trump-like president. If you idiots leave the Republican Party, it's because you want more things like Joe Biden, because that's what we get. And Or, you know, maybe we get the slightly more conservative version of that, which is basically what George Bush was. What I want to know is... Here, here's my thing. If you're a conservative or a Republican and you voted for Joe Biden because you didn't like Trump because he's a mean man, because your, your skin is about as thin as tissue paper, and you want to leave the party, go. Go. I would rather have a, a smaller 
more unified party. I think we could get more done. I think we could gain more support through through simple logic and simple <laughs> proof of how the policies have worked than we have than if these people stuck around and made those back alley deals with the left. Well, you know, the thing without the mean, Trump is mean or whatever, I go, look at some of the most successful people that were heads of positions that I could think of that came to mind. Vince Lombardi, Green Bay Packers head coach. I mean, he was, just, he was a really tough guy. I mean, guy, they were the one of the most successful teams of their era. George, General Patton, not the nicest guy. He even slapped a soldier. Um, did pretty good at generalship. You get those kinds of people, uh, it's like, just because they're... And that's, that's kind of an old school reference. They used to be like... You might, it's like, how do you, you know, how were you at your job? It didn't matter how you got there. Like, so even if you take it for granted, if you didn't like Trump's personality or whatever, he did a good job. You don't have to be the nicest guy in the room exactly. to be a good leader. In fact, exactly. if you are the nicest guy in the room. Yeah. Like, because that's all anybody wants nowadays is somebody who will say nice things to them, give them, you know, a hug and an ice cream cone and tell them, you know, everything's fine. But it's like, when the house is on fire, you don't want somebody to, hand you an ice cream cone and tell you everything's all right. You need somebody to either get you out of the house or put the fire out. And okay. that's what we had. And now we just have a guy who is so confused he can't even find his way out of his room to let you know the house you, is on you, fire. You, these guys would have more credibility if they had a solution. Mm -hmm. They have no solution. Like, think about this. And I wrote this today in one of my articles. Joe Biden is the man that we are to look towards for leadership during crisis. Do you feel comfortable looking towards Joe Biden in a crisis? Well, there's one's going on right now. Yeah, this is right. right. I mean, I'm not even, let, let me, let yeah. me, ref, let me like rephrase crisis even? Like, 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 like a war type, like a war type of yeah. crisis, like an invasion type of crisis. Like well, hy hypothetically, like, like, like an attack an, on yeah. our on our power grids kind of a situation. Yeah, another, if another nine eleven happened, because like credit where credit is due, Bush did a decent job leading the country in like the yeah, days and dude, weeks after. I, I mean, sure, getting us into like a ten year war wasn't necessarily the best idea, but uh, you know, in, in the time right after it. He was a leader that was good for the country. Say another 9-11 happened, and within a few hours, Joe Biden was in front of a camera. How would anybody feel? You know, that, yeah. the thing, that, yeah, that would, building, that plane. Would, uh, would our, you know, our devastated nation <laughs> be comforted by promises of mobilizing troop international pressure? I don't think so. If, if he was to quote from the Constitution to encourage us by reading our founding document, said, oh, you know, the thing whatever, and continued on with his point. Would that be of comfort to anybody? Sure. No, it wouldn't. You, you you can't look to Biden in a crisis. And, it, that, and this, I, he wouldn't be present for a crisis. And that's what those Endeavor Trumpers want. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, peace and chicken grease. Well, so, classic example. Look at the you know JFK during the Cuban Missile Crisis. 13 days, he barely got any sleep. You think Joe Biden? Joe Biden couldn't make it 13 hours. Like, you have to be on your game when you're the president of the United States. And Kennedy was. He was a lot younger. And then you get guys like, you know, Joe Biden, who would not be able to withstand Trump, Trump wouldn't, doesn't sleep anyways. He yeah, would Trump fine. would have been perfect. See, so he gets like three hours of sleep. So there you go. So, yeah, he's, he's not the leader we need. 
Yes. Or the leader we wanted. Grace, you don't, you don't seem too pumped. <laughs> well, I just wouldn't even pay attention to what Joe Biden had to say. No, no, no. I mean, like, you, like, about them them leaving. Like, I don't want them to, like, I don't want us to lose power. But at the same time, if they're not going to, you're either, with, with our, with the way things are politically now, it's like, if you're not with us, you're against us. And they, they are kind of against us. But you don't seem too happy about, like, the prospect of a split. Um, I don't know if it's that I don't seem happy about it, because I think it might be good to resolve some differences through a split. Um, of course, I want them to go if they don't want to be there, and if they don't want to represent the interests of the American people. Right. I just, I, it, it's just, I, I, I don't see, like, like, the problem is, is we may be giving up the presidency for decades to come if this happens that's the rub and that's always the trade-off because well, third parties are terrible split or something i'm not saying go start yeah. the patriot party i'm talking about in the terms of the old gop people like liz cheney or whoever if they should threaten to leave then i'd be okay with that and she's she, like out of all the people she's the one that's not threatening to leave she's, yeah. she's not gonna <laughs> she wasn't on that list I, I think she was kind of hoping that oh yeah the, the republican party What's would kind of come back around she would have been on that list she could have been the, the, the face of the movement. Mm-hmm. I want to say something, my, some people, I don't know if they know enough about Elise Stefanik, is that she's, she's, she's a very liberal Republican. She just supports Trump publicly, but her voting record is terrible if you're a conservative. She's very, uh, Danny Horowitz has a great piece over at The Blaze today that I read. He goes through her record. So just be careful who you put in yeah, that position. I was going to bring that up yeah. because... You know, in this thing of, you know, we need the new generation of the GOP to come forward, this new wave of people. Mm-hmm. Be careful who you endorse, who you get in bed with on these things, because just because somebody promises to be better than, you know, the, all the old people you're trying to get out doesn't mean they're necessarily someone you want to get behind. But I thought she was, at, like, anti-endless wars and that she was pro-election inte- integrity. And she was a big Trump supporter, big America First person. So I don't. What was on her voting record? Yeah, she's been. She was supported. She's actually supported some Democratic pro-choice uh, legislation. She's also been against. Um, <coughs> she was the transgender. That kind of uh, uh, voting. Those issues with the Democrats. She's been a big spender. She. Uh, she's there's. Uh, there's a couple other ones. How was she on voting? But uh, like, what do you mean, like the like the HR is it HR one? HR one. I'm assuming she opposed that. I, yeah. I, I think that was like a party line yeah. thing at this point. There, I don't know if anybody crossed over the aisle one way or the other. But basically, like, it's not saying you know Lee Stefanik is bad or don't support Caitlyn Jenner for governor of California. Just make sure you're looking at the person themselves because we can't get into the same identity politics that made the left suck so oh, much. Wait, wait, hang on, real quick. She also voted against Trump's tax cuts. <laughs> so just yeah. be careful who you're putting in. Exactly. And, and so it's it's on. it's just do your research. Basically what you should do anytime there's an election or an important political issue, look it up for yourself. Don't go off of campaign ads, don't trust what the news is telling you. Look it up on your own, make your own informed decisions because that's how we actually have smart things being done in politics. Don't just, you know, check whatever box had the or the name had the nicest commercial that day. Well, it's going to be interesting. I think we'll. Uh, I think there are going to be some consequences, consequences and repercussions from all this, though. Um, or maybe none. Or, or <laughs> right, but will they be damaging? 
to to the uh, to the Republican Party, or will but, they not even follow through? Yeah, or will, uh, is it all just hot air being blown towards the American people? We'll have to find out as this moves along. Hopefully, you guys liked what you heard today. If you did, awesome! Like, share, do all that stuff. Asked you to do in the beginning. More importantly, hopefully you agreed with what we said. If you did, awesome. You're part of the club. And by part of the club, I mean you're conservative. But if you want to be a real part of the club, become a member of Freedom Wire. Do that in the beginning. You know, Give us your email. We'll start sending you these stories that we're talking about. Uh, there, Connor will uh, put his link. Yeah, there's, al- there's always links to articles in the description. Yeah. We don't get to cover everything. These issues are way bigger than we can fit into a 30 to 40 minute episode. So make sure to check out the website. Uh, follow those links and everything. Also have links to other podcasts. A lot of interwoven issues here. Make sure to follow along there. Of our podcast, not like yes. Joe Rogan. Yes, yeah, of course. We should, we should link to Joe Rogan. We should link we, to we, Joe. One shout out from Joe Rogan would be pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Joe, if you're watching... Like, How dare like, you give vaccination advice? Oh my gosh, though. Oh wow, yeah. You're not a doctor, <laughs> Joe. Neither are you if you're if you're writing an article about it. Just so you know. <laughs> um, so uh, thank you guys for watching. Anybody have anything they want to? Uh, yeah. Check out there. Yeah, there's no moral equivalence between Israel and the Palestinian terrorists. Yeah. We we didn't even get into that. Nope. But yep. Yeah, saying. that's that's it's a. Not. Everybody, pay attention on that. Don't buy leftist propaganda on what they're selling right there. Uh, I'll throw in a reminder, check the uh, description for links, like I said, and also make sure to follow us on Spotify. We are on yeah, a couple different podcast serving or hosting places now. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, we're branching out every day trying to get more ways to bring our episodes to you. Help us escape the censorship of YouTube and uh, take us with you on the go. <laughs> Take us, take us over this everywhere. Yeah, you, you can't escape us. Yeah, if you download, we'll fit in your pocket. <laughs> All four of us. We're pocket size. Any of them covered. All right, guys. Thank you guys for watching. Stay free, America. God bless you. Am I dating myself with that movie, Indian in the Cover? That's a nice. No, I'm, I'm aware of it. Like, Indian in the Cover. You remember that?